If you don't sit in your lucky seat, your team could lose. So don't leave your lucky seat. But do pick up your phone or computer and order B-dubs to go. Or if you've got a big group, call in for the party menu. That way you can order wings, pick them up, and get back to your lucky seat. And if you do lose while sitting in your lucky seat, you can still feel lucky eating your feelings. Spicy feelings. Keep your superstitions. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Prices and participation vary. See participating locations for details. Void were prohibited. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Beth Bond with Southeast Green, your curator of sustainable news and hostess for Speaking of Green. We are really excited to have Allie with us. She is the executive director of the Ray, a Georgia native. Allie earned a BA degree in political science from the University of Georgia. She has worked in public policy for over 15 years, first as a lobbyist for UPS in Washington, D.C., then returning to Atlanta and founding Georgia Watch in 2002, which is the state's only consumer watchdog organization in Georgia. In 2009, she left Georgia Watch to join former Lieutenant Governor Pierre Howard at the Georgia Conservancy as its senior vice president, and it was there that she met the trustees of the Racy Anderson Foundation who partnered with the Georgia Conservancy to do a feasibility study for the project that would become the Ray. She is recruited by the trustees to help found the Ray in 2015 and now serves as the executive director. Welcome, Allie. Good morning. How are you? Good. It's so good to hear, have you with us. And, of course, the Ray is quickly becoming the coolest thing um, on interstates in Georgia. So let's start off and just tell us exactly what the Ray is. The Ray is a foundation that supports the demonstration of transportation technology and transportation innovation that is on the cutting edge. The Ray is also a place. It's 18 miles of Interstate 85 in West Georgia, and the formal name of the Ray is the Ray C. Anderson Memorial Corridor, and it runs from the Georgia-Alabama state line all the way out to exit 18, which is the city of LaGrange. Awesome. Now, I have been out there a couple of times because you all have done a lot of really cool things with solar, but there's, it's, there's a bigger plan than solar for the Ray. So talk about the process that started with the Georgia Conservancy and led to the, the, the foundation sort of creating their own nonprofit. Absolutely. So the state of Georgia, the state legislature and Governor Deal um, named that corridor in honor of Ray Anderson, who passed away in 2011. That naming occurred in the spring of 2014. And my colleague and close friend, Harriet Anderson Langford, who is one of Ray's two surviving daughters, um, was on the back porch with her husband in LaGrange talking about the dedication of the highway in her dad's honor, and it hit her, um, kind of like when Ray Anderson was alive and was running interface, and he had a spear in the chest moment about the nature of his carpet industry and how much um, it was that industry was taking from natural resources and not doing 
that much to replenish natural resources, well, Harriet had a very similar spear-in-the-chest moment because she realized that she had just helped to put her her daddy's name on a dirty highway, and her daddy was the greenest industrialist of the century in the United States, the man who brought industrial ecology into the mainstream, the man who you know, sort of created the corporate sustainability officer position and, and, you know, proliferated that through corporate America and the corporate global community. And that man, the greenest industrialist of the century, his name was about to be on this highway. And Harriet realized that highway's dirty. That highway doesn't reflect the values and the life's work of my father. And so she followed a similar path as her dad with interface. She said, well, what can we do to clean up the highway? You know, what can we do to make it safer? What can we do to make it more productive, more valuable of an asset? Um, what can we do to make it cleaner? What can we do to reduce the impact that the transportation infrastructure that we drive on today has on our environment, the impact that it has on air quality and water quality and the quality of life in communities. So that question that Harriet posed uh, on her back porch in LaGrange was, you know, what if highways were sustainable? What would that look like? What if highways were regenerative? What would that look like? And, um, you know, these are questions that had never been asked before. Um, As you know, they're much broader than just energy. You know, a question of how a highway becomes sustainable encompasses everything from um, impacts on the communities, impacts on the economy, and impacts on the environment. So Harriet began a long journey, uh, first with Georgia Tech and the Georgia Conservancy. Um, The Georgia Tech College of Architecture stepped in and created some baseline analysis to try to answer the question of how highways become sustainable. Um, and in the in the doing of that work, Georgia Tech realized that the solution set that they could propose for the Ray would be a solution set that would be relevant for highways everywhere because the highway that we build in Georgia is the same 60-year-old highway that we're building across the country and around the world. You know, we just haven't done anything different in um, highway building and paving in the last five or six decades, despite the fact that technology has changed our world so dramatically, it hasn't really infiltrated the road yet. So um, Georgia Tech sort of set the set the path for Harriet and myself to think about what we could do on the Ray, and it was a huge expansion beyond our original ideas. You know, Harriet and I, on the first day we talked about it, we were thinking about well, let's plant wildflowers on the ray and let's put up a solar panel on the ray to try to raise awareness. And we're still on that same path, but we're thinking much bigger now, thanks to Georgia Tech and thanks to other um, technology consultants from around the world that we've brought on over the last two years. So here we are. We've got a great partnership with uh, Georgia DOT. The State Transportation Board has passed not one but two resolutions naming the Ray as a living laboratory, as a place for trial, for testing, for demonstration of that edge technology, um, that breakthrough technology that has the promise of really changing the way that we use transportation infrastructure and changing the way that we think about transportation infrastructure. 
Um, and because the State Transportation Board stepped out and decided to partner with the Ray on some really um, cutting-edge, first-in-the-world wor pilots, we've been able to do much more work over the past year and a half than anyone ever anticipated. Well, and yeah. So I, I don't know if you saw the video, but I actually, on my way home for Christmas, did a U-turn, came back into Georgia from Alabama <laughs> to see that solar road. So there's a lot of exciting yeah. things, but the newest addition is that solar road. So let's start with that. Yeah. Well, so um, I'll start with humble beginnings. In 2015, with the help of Kia, um, which owns a manufacturing facility on the Ray, it's actually their only facility manufacturing cars in North America is on the Ray. So Kia's been a good friend. So in 2015, with Kia's support, we installed a small solar array that provides clean energy to power an EV charging station on DOT property on the Ray. Um, and that helped to um, close a gap, a travel gap for EV drivers because of range limitations of most um, EV cars that are readily available and affordable on the market right now. And because of drivers' range anxiety, we really had... Um, a gap, a travel gap for people to get into the state of Georgia from Alabama and points west. So we call that our PV for EV, and we installed um, that clean energy um, installation for clean powering of clean cars. We did that in 2015. And then last year in 2016, we installed the first uh, pilot of solar road pavers, the first one in the world outside of France, where the product was developed by a company called Wattway. So Wattway had been testing and trialing um, their solar paver system with the French government for the last five or six years, uh, but they hadn't really expanded their trials outside of their home country. And when they decided that they were ready to debut Wattway on the on the world stage, they decided to come to the Ray. So we host 50 square meters of Wattway on the Ray at a DOT facility, we're in a travel lane or a driving lane that goes around the visitor center that's on one end of the ray, the south end of the ray, which is very close to the state border of Georgia and Alabama. And the power generated by that wattway system, which is anticipated to be about 8,000 kilowatt hours this year, all of that power will go to the DOT facility, um, the DOT owns and operates on the Ray. So DOT is actually getting some clean energy from Wattway to help power their facility. Um, we also last year installed a tire safety check station, which is the first in the world that automatically tests and monitors the tread depth on your tires. So just to make sure I emphasize that enough, this is the only place in the world where drivers can go to have automatic rollover testing of the tread that remains on their tires. Um, we did this because it is very important that the Ray help lead the effort to reduce traffic accidents and fatalities on our highways. More than 35,000 Americans are dying every year, um, which is um, partially due to distracted driving now that we have computers in our phones and we have so many electronics in our car to distract us from the road. We've got a lot of distracted, distracted driving going on, and it's very difficult for us 
to um, get our arms around those kinds of um, unsafe human behavior. So just like Ray Anderson would do, we're starting with the simple stuff. Ray used to say, so right, so smart. So we're starting with the low-hanging fruit, which is tire safety. Um, tire failure um, results in a, at least 40 deaths in the United States every year. And that may seem like a low number, but those deaths are completely preventable if we can raise people's awareness of how important their tire tread depth and their tire pressure is and having a safe drive or a safe commute. Um, the system also measures tire pressure automatically, and that has an added benefit in terms of reducing air emissions and reducing CO2 on the ray, because when your tires are underinflated, your fuel economy is much lower than it can be and should be. And when you have low fuel economy, then you have higher emissions at the tailpipe. So you're actually emitting more CO2 than you need to from your combustion fuel vehicle if your tires are low or flat. So, you know, we've committed to zero carbon and zero deaths on the ray, and a tire safety station is a simple but important way that moves us in the right direction with both of those goals. Um, and then the other thing that we worked on and were able to announce in 2016 is a partnership between the ray, Georgia DOT, and Georgia Power with the help of the Public Service Commission in Georgia. Um, we will build in 2017 or early 2018, we will build the first solar array in the highway right-of-way in the state of Georgia. Um, Georgia Power will install about 3,000 solar panels, um, which equates to about a megawatt of solar energy, and they'll install that right on the highway itself, um, more than likely at exit 14, which is one of the LaGrange exits. So it will go at the interchange in what's known as a gore area. And um, that power, that green energy, that clean renewable energy generated on the side of the ray will go to the grid and will add to the amount of solar energy that the state of Georgia is producing and adding to the grid every day. And that will be only the fifth right-of-way solar um, pilot in the nation. So Georgia is one of the top five states to step out and pilot the generation of renewable energy along the highway. And with Wattway, we're piloting solar generation in the travel lane itself that you can drive on. And these are some of the goals that the Ray has set for generating more renewable energy along the highway on our transportation assets and also helping to achieve zero emissions on our transportation system. We, we believe that we have the technology now to go zero carbon and zero emissions. And we're working very hard to demonstrate those technologies to try to get people to realize what's possible, more adoption of these technologies and these practices across the country and around the world. Wow, right? I mean, just wow <laughs> that all this is happening on this. I mean, if you think about how large our interstate system is, right, that this 18 miles, which is nothing, you know, in the grand scheme of, of all the interstates, but is going to have that much influence and be a model for everyone else to reconsider how, you know, the interstate systems work um, or don't work. That's right. It's just like Ray at Interface. You know, so much of what we do is guided by Ray's legacy. I mean, his little carpet company was able to show the world the way towards 
um, corporate sustainability as an economic proposition. And that's part of what we're trying to do on the Ray. We believe that there's so much value that is underutilized that's locked into our assets in our transportation system. And we're trying really hard to get DOTs to open their eyes to, you know, a second, third, fourth life that our roads could be living. Um, it's important to um, preserve that core mission of safe travel from point A to point B. And we would never want to jeopardize or get in the way of that core mission of safe travel. But when your car is not on a piece of pavement going by a piece of right-of-way, have you ever thought about what else the road or the right-of-way could be doing to add value when there's not a car or a truck over it? Um, at the Ray, we've come to believe, and we believe it strongly, that we're at a tipping point with our transportation infrastructure. Be long, you know, maybe five or ten years when we will cross that tipping point and the discussion that we will have and how to spend future road dollars won't be about building this, you know, dumb, single-purpose, um, non-communicating, non-smart road that we have right now. In just five or ten years, we won't even think about using our limited financial resources, our investment dollars, on the road that we have today. In the near future, we will demand more for our roads because, you know, once we are demonstrating the innovations and demonstrating the capability that is possible on our roads, you know, to talk to cars, to talk to smart cars, to talk to smart buildings, to give us visual cues of dangerous road conditions or dangerous congestion up ahead or animals in the travel lane, you know, the, the, all of these things are possible. And once we begin demonstrating them and incorporating them into the road and pilot projects, we believe that the, the turnaround will be very quickly achieved where we will say, you know what, we don't want to spend a dime on that dumb road. We're going to spend our time on the road that does X, Y, and Z. And generating renewable energy is one of the things that we believe our roads will do more commonly in just a few years in the future. Well, and I have to tell you, you know, you don't think you just you don't think about it until it's there, right? You don't know what you don't know. And so as I was out there like completely geeking out about this solar road and watching people yeah. like clearly have no idea what they were driving over. I, I, that was what was amazing to me is like it was, yeah. And it was Christmas. It was busy, you know, and there was one guy looking at it, and then everybody else was like, zoom, zoom, zoom. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, there, you know, there's times yeah. when nothing's happening. So why not? I mean, granted, I know that, you know, the, the technology is not inexpensive and it's got to come down, but it's like how can you actually turn something that has a negative impact on the environment for the most part into something that yeah. becomes a positive yeah. impact? And, and and there's I know there's yeah. plenty of days at that uh the the welcome center where there's there's you know there's going generating sunshine solar because you know nobody's there so that's what yeah. was so exciting to yeah. me was you know the, the the thought behind how can this be positive when it's not being used for what it's being used for absolutely it's got all this value locked into it and we're trying to unlock that value and unlock that additional life that roads could have and let me tell you about Wattway. it really is an amazing application or an amazing deployment of solar panels that has world-changing potential because number one it's not modular it is installed on the surface of the existing road 
So it's maximum efficiency. You know, you don't have to tear up roads. You don't have to install new roads. All you have to do is adhere the Wattway solar panels to the road itself. Also, the driving surface that Wattway creates is safer than new pavement that we construct today. So it is a safer, more skid-resistant driving surface than brand-new pavement that we are installing today. It's amazing how you can preserve that core mission of safety and yet still achieve additional value in the road. And the durability, it's weather-resistant, and it has a durability of a minimum durability of 10 years, which makes it competitive with the durability of asphalt and concrete roads that we're constructing today. Um, it, there's still some things that the company will innovate on that product. You know, we're part of their trialing, their final trialing stage. And there are some efficiencies that have yet, you know, what happens when we are able to use next generation panels that have 30 or 40% efficiency at converting solar energy into our renewable energy for the grid for use. You know, those efficient panels incorporated into Wattway are going to make a big difference in how we see solar roads fitting into our overall um, generation mix in the United States. And it's also going to make a tremendous impact on the cost efficiency of the product, which will help it scale. So we're, we, you know, we at the Ray, you know, are intrigued and in love with the product because of its form factor. You know, we can do solar and wind in the right-of-way. We can uh, trial uh, different technologies that leverage kinetic energy, um, which we will probably do in the near future. You know, kinetic energy captured by piezoelectric sensors or kinetic energy captured through a hydraulic system. Um, we can do all of these things, but what, what about putting solar panels on the road that are safe to drive on and are durable even under 18-wheeler freight traffic and fully loaded tour buses. That captured our imagination, and we believe that it has a place and a purpose in the world, and we wanted to be a part of trialing and innovating that product. And as a result of that commitment to solar roads, we were able to bring Huawei to the state of Georgia before it went anywhere else in the world. And that's, that's pretty cool. That's a, that's a win for Georgia. Right. So, you know, you started off with the first and only tire thing, which I actually used also because I was like, well, I'm here. Um, and, then, uh, and then you've got this uh, solar road for lack of – because it's not really a road. It's more like a pad. But anyway, so – you know, I think it's just amazing that we here in Georgia are leading the way for all these really, really cool technologies. And I hate to tell you this, but we're out of time. And I know we've sort of scratched the surface because we didn't even get to think, you know, talk about some of the other things that y'all are going to be doing. So we will have to have yeah. you back on. But I want to make I would sure love that it. people. Good. Um, I want to make sure that people uh, have an address. So they can get more information about what y'all uh, web address. So they can get more information about yes. what y'all are doing. Yes, please visit the Ray at www.theray.org, which is p h e r a y dot o r g, 
Um, we've got a lot of information about things that have already been discussed this morning and then things that we haven't talked about, like bios whales and pollinator gardens. I didn't give enough attention to the vegetative best practices that we're piloting with DOT, but there's all that information and more on our website. And you can also shoot me an email from the website if you have ideas for the Ray, questions, or any other kinds of requests. We're taking field trips down to the Ray, so if you've got a school group or a college group or um, a corporate group, please let me know, and we'll go hashtag Ride the Ray. Awesome. We, I'm going to take you up on that with my church group, actually, So, because um, I think awesome. it would be great for them to see what you're doing. Allie, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to having you back on as a guest and learning more about the Ray. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it so much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. I am telling y'all, it's worth a trip. It's about an hour and a half, maybe maybe two hours south of Atlanta, but it is it is worth a trip to just go down there to the Welcome Center and see what they have done. And it it's just so, you know, like I said, it's so exciting that it's happening here in Georgia. You know, the place not top of everyone's list for doing cool technology. So we are so blessed and honored to have the Racy Anderson Foundation here in town and, and helping Georgia change the way we, we, we live and breathe and communicate and all those other good things. So thanks so much to Allie. Um, we really appreciated her time. We look forward to having her back because I am very interested in the bioswales and pollinators, of course. And remember that if you're listening to this as a podcast, if you'll give us a thumbs up or share or tell someone about it, we would really appreciate it. This was episode 283 as we marched to our countdown to 300 episodes. So we hope that you will uh, continue to join us and and in, uh, learn and and really start imagining different ways to live. Remember, Southeast Green is available 24-7. Um, also, don't forget, if you're a business, it would be great to have you on our uh, Green Business Directory listing, which reaches thousands of um of people every year. We're signing out with Jeff Hicks and the Heretics, Life's a Peach. Welcome to Metro PCS. Hi, I heard you're giving free phones to everybody? Yes, right now everybody gets a free phone. You and your friends, cousins, neighbors, roommates. What if I'm already with Metro PCS? Yeah, it's for existing customers, new customers, people named Willie, dog lovers. That's awesome. Everyone gets a free phone at Metro PCS. Come choose your select free phone from brands like Samsung and LG. Metro PCS, wireless, figured out. Sales tax not included. Phones free after instant and mail in rebates. Upgrade fee may apply. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile Network. See store for details and terms and conditions.